0: so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Come on, admit it. God has been tugging at your heart to write for months, maybe even years. And you have so many reasons why now is not the right time. But this is no accident that you're listening to this podcast right now because my next guest, Jake Doberins has a message for you. It's time to stop running and it's time to step out and move in the direction of your dreams. He can identify with all of the fears that are rolling around in your head, yet he wants to walk alongside you and challenge you to creatively communicate Christ. So if you haven't already, I want to encourage you, check out Jake's blog post on our website at 265point.com. It is truly one that will light a fire under you, just as this interview will. It's time to get going in the direction of your dreams. Enjoy. Well, Jake, welcome to Publishing Secrets. I have been looking forward to this conversation ever since you submitted your blog post for our contest. I wanted to have this conversation and learn more about you and what you do. And just through the conversation that we've had just over the last few minutes, I know that the audience is going to be blessed by what you have to share. But let's kind of bring them up to speed. Tell us a little about you and what you do so that they can start to
1: get to know you. Yeah, it's my favorite question. um, And also my least favorite question, because I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats, dabble in a lot of different areas. Yeah, the simplest way to describe me is I I usually kind of have three sort of pillars of my identity that also have to be my three main jobs. I am an associate minister at my church. I uh, currently teach middle school debate at a classical Christian school. And the third thing probably we'll focus on most during this interview is I run Theophany Media, which is a Christian entertainment ministry that focuses on encouraging Christian creatives and also in producing stuff. So we don't just help people produce stuff. We also produce some stuff ourselves. And so, you know, under that kind of Theophany Media umbrella, I write books and blog posts i have a podcast that i host and another podcast i produce i host the bible but funnier podcast a humorous retelling of bible stories and then i um produce the creatively christian podcast that um you don't hear my voice but four other hosts rotate and interview some super cool christian creatives you know movie directors comic book artists everybody in between so that's a fun project and yeah, Theophany Media is always kind of growing and branching out, and it's nice to be able to say we and actually mean it, because for a while, <laughs> yeah, you know, I know for how a while that is. <laughs> we is just me, but, but now totally there's actually people involved. You know, I have these yeah. hosts and I have these other collaborators and, right. um, you know, the ground's shaking, something's happening, and so we're doing some cool things in the future some courses and memberships and different things like that that we'll explore Mm -hmm. so that's a little bit of me Uh, i like to dabble in all the different creative things it seems pretty much all of them except i'm not super strong in music or you know in, in painting or drawing or anything but anything else that falls under this kind of creative umbrella which is you know a really broad term yeah. Pretty much that's I'm interested part. in.
0: <laughs> that's the good part. It is broad. Yeah, you know, I often tell people, well, I'm creative in this way, but not that way. So just yeah. like you, drawing whenever we do the paint thing, it's like my picture, I'm hiding. <laughs> <There you laughs> because go. I don't want anyone to see it. Uh, but you're right, being able to write and do podcasts and choose things, that's a way that God has uniquely gifted you to contribute. And I was, as we were chatting earlier, we were talking about your company and what it does. And when I realized that you started it in the middle of the pandemic, I said, wow, that's pretty great. Definitely stepping out on faith. So let's talk a little bit about that. What inspired you
1: last year to say, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to do it? Well, I'm I'm an idea machine, That is one of the most important things you need to know about me. I constantly have new ideas and things. That's not an issue. Sometimes an issue is, you know, starting things or finishing them in many cases. But um, this kind of came, I feel like my whole life was leading there and I didn't really realize it. For my life, I alternated between a lot of different dream jobs, but they were always with a Christian spin on it. And eventually, I settled. You know, I'm just going to be a Bible professor or minister. That way, I can teach people and have a really strong faith, and then they can go be the Christian biologist and the Christian lawyer and the this and that. And so, I, that was my path for a while, academia actually. And I have, uh, I now have a master's degree in theological studies, and I kind of continued on that track. But then there was this, also this other stream of creativity. From a young age, my brother and I, when we would, you know, play with our toys, we would create uh, movies and stories, sometimes very elaborate stories with, you know, sequels and things like that. I don't know if other kids, you know, played with their toys in in that way. And then as I got a little older, you know, I'd create written stories and I developed this character called Super Jake. Who, yes, obviously has the same name as me. That's intentional. A and he, yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and he has this—he has the power to shoot ice cream out of his hands too. So that's good. Cool. <laughs> um, that's a project that I started in fifth grade. I started telling and writing about these stories, and it's something that I you know, now fast forward all these years later, I have a manuscript for, and, you know, I'm shopping that around, see what happens there. So yeah, I have these streams, right. I'm, I have this creative side of me and then I have this academic inclination and uh, there wasn't like a moment, you know, some people like to talk about the moment, but it was sometime early 2020 where I just sort of realized, you know, I've been sort of ignoring this creative side because Academics is, in many cases, the opposite of creativity. I wrote a master's thesis at that time, and it is draining because you have to get the language just right. And even though I was actually writing about one of Paul's metaphors, you know, metaphors, this kind of imagery, this poetic language, still, that's a big no-no. You don't use metaphors in Mm. your academic writing. In many ways, you don't want your paper to sound fun and entertaining and interesting and right. it was very difficult to you know get any puns in there although I did get a couple of puns in the footnotes so I'm probably <laughs>
0: Yeah uh,
1: but um yeah so it was it was this time where I just said you know what I'm not going to ignore my creative side anymore but I love this pursuit of the knowledge of God that I was learning in my studies and so I said I'm just going to marry them intentionally Thus theophany media and theophany is one of those theology words. It means an an appearance of God. So a burning bush or um, a voice from the heavens, you know, these are these appearances of God in the world in a way that humans can kind of understand, although it's still mysterious, you know, how is this bush burning, but not, you know, being incinerated. And so my company is trying to teach good theology and good storytelling. And we don't think you have to sacrifice one for the other. Mm. That's sort of the main mission there that I wanted to do. I love that. And even if it's in a pandemic, you know, let's just start, let's stop ignoring what I feel kind of God tugging in my heart and let's do this crazy thing. Even when the world shut down.
0: Man, that's a message for someone that is going to be listening to this because You know, sometimes as we were talking earlier, we're waiting for this perfect situation when all the stars line up and it makes perfect sense. But, you know, as I was listening to you talking, Jake, that's like the complete opposite of how God works. Like it it doesn't always fit neatly into a box and make logical sense. (laughs) So the journey with God will always challenge us to step outside of our box and do um, things that other people might question and might not identify, but they haven't been called to do it, you have. So that's really, really inspiring that you were willing to listen to that voice, even though the circumstances may not have looked like they were promising. So talk to us a little bit about your journey as a blogger, because that's how we got acquainted. Is you submitted a blog post for us, so I would love for you to tell the audience about the post and then how you got started into blogging to begin with.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know when I started blogging a long time ago. I, I built my first website in like fifth or sixth grade. Actually, the first one was about uh, Super Jake and all his friends, actually. But then I, over time, some different informational sites. So yeah, I've kind of been in that game for a while, and uh, yeah, we got connected because the submission I had was about uh, just start your thing, and in my, you know, characteristic writing style, I had a little humor to that, of course, and I just want to encourage people to just, you know, there's something rattling around in your brain. You have this idea but yeah, you don't really know. Should I start? What's what's my next step? And I just want to encourage people, you know, in a handful of words, to just say, just do it. Sorry, Nike stole your slogan, but it's a good one. Um, you know, just start your thing. Just step out in faith. Because I truly believe there's so much good stuff locked away in people, but they don't start generally because of fear. Fear of what others might think is probably the biggest one, but also like, you know, fear of uh, perfection or uh, just sort of fear of how that will change their life or something like that. There's all this fear of keeping people back. And I just don't really think, well, you know, there is obviously a place for fear. There are, you know, if there's, I don't know, some kind of creature coming at you. Okay, sure. Maybe you can be scared. But when it comes to sort of our calling and our creativity, I don't think there's as much of a place of fear as people make it out to be. You know, maybe the only kind of good fear is fear to get something right or pretty good. Like there's a there's a way in which, you know, perfectionism is good. You don't want to put out something that's super terrible. Yeah, you want to care about it, but there does come a point where you just have to start. You have to press submit. You have to send it out into the world because if you don't, you know, the world will never see that. You won't be able to honor God through that. You know, there's a there's a phrase my mom used to use in regards to vegetables, but I actually think it's a, applicable, <laughs> applicable here. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to <laughs> She would say, and maybe, maybe many other parents would say this too, you never know until you try. Mm. You never know until you try. Sure. And it works for vegetables. You know, I was always scared of... Brussels sprouts and spinach that always sounds scary we didn't have that growing up and then I met my wife and she cooked those and hey actually they're not bad Um, and it also applies to our, our creations our art you never know until you put it out there how it's going to be received I think we often go to the worst scenario and you know if I put this painting out or if I submit this story you know the world's going to universally hate me. And you know, those have book burnings for this or something like that. We go to the worst scenarios, but in reality, in reality, it's probably not that bad. It probably Mm -hmm. is never that bad. And you never know until you try. What happens is people don't people miss out on the great successes and the highs because they're afraid of the lows and the failures that's good. I just want to encourage people through my ministry and through that blog post to just, just start it. Just try it. If it doesn't work, it's okay to, you know, scrap it and start again, but you never know until you try. I love
0: that. I love that. And so audience, you've got it. If you have not checked out Jake's post, you've got to head over to 265point.com, go to the blog. You will be inspired. Now I love that message because I encounter that a lot as well, uh, working with people, whether it's a book that they want to write or the podcast that they want to start um, or even beginning again with their wellness journey. There's often a lot of fears that are in our mind that kind of take us out of the game before we even get started. And we do have a tendency to go to this worst case scenario. The other thing that that I've learned too, Jake, is that what we are often doing in that moment is we are relying on self, which is always a failing proposition. (laughs) I need to invite God into this journey because that totally changes the game. It changes the equation, right? Because it's not just about me and what I can do, but it's what God has called me to do. And he equips me for what I am called to do. So those of you that are listening, Jake is challenging you to step out, knowing that you are not by yourself, that God is with you in this journey. And does that mean that there will not be instances uh, where things don't go as planned? Absolutely not. That's certainly not my testimony, and I'm sure it's not yours either, Jake, but he's with us in those moments, and he always works it out for our good. So there is always good news in the end. So let's talk a little bit about your journey. You're definitely a person that likes to encourage and inspire other people, but has it all been sunshine and rainbows for you? Or have you experienced challenges in your journey as a blogger, a podcaster, an author, a business owner? Talk to us about what real life is like for you.
1: Well, yeah. Um, So I, you know, love all this creative stuff and I love encouraging people and putting that stuff out there in the world. The reality though, is making those profitable is definitely a difficulty. And I am one who has been trying to run away from the dreaded day job (laughs) for a while. And that can be a challenge. You know, I I like where I am now and I have some flexibility. You know, I just teach one class in a middle school and my church schedule is a little bit more flexible. So I like where I am career-wise, but it hasn't always been that way. And certainly theophany is still a baby and uh, it still has some growing up to do and some maturing. And uh, there's been a lot of struggle in that though, putting so much time and money into it. it and not, you know getting that out and that's just a reality and for creative types uh, and entrepreneurs that's par for the course it takes a lot of time and effort and I don't know maybe some luck sometimes Uh, just some good fortune just to make those take off and become profitable so that's what I struggled you know I've started several projects in my life that didn't pan out And there's a variety of reasons that I've kind of identified in that. One of the big ones, though, I think why I've had so many failures is I was doing them alone. I was trying to figure it out myself and Mm -hmm. trying to just take care of it all on my own, learn all the things, do all the things. Generally, there's kind of two paths. You either spend a lot of time or you spend a lot of money on something. For a lot of things in business, it's one or the other. And I was mm-hmm. doing the time route instead of the shortcuts that would have to be, you know, something that I'd have to pay for. And that's draining. And so a lot of these projects fizzled out because right. I just didn't see me working. You know, sometimes I think, well, if I did another six months on that, could that have worked? I don't know, maybe. But now I've kind of found the secret sauce is working with other people and partnering and getting mentors you know, I did a scary thing, and I have a business coach now. A um, scary
0: thing, huh? Yeah. It is scary. <laughs>
1: it's it's a, it's scary because it's a lot of money,
0: and
1: it's somebody that's has their own way of doing things, and they're going to kind of tell you what to do in some cases. And yeah, I I don't like to be told what to do, and <laughs> no one does. You know? Yeah. yeah. No one does. Uh, <laughs> And so I feel like, you know, I'm on the horizon for something greater that God's leading me through something greater, but it's not going to be my own tenacity and will that's going to get me there. It's actually going to be in the ways I work with other people, Mm -hmm. the ways that I recognize I have some giftings, but I also have some things in me that I'm not that great at And I need other people to fill in the gaps and it's still going to take time. Probably some money, but mm-hmm. uh, the reality, what other kind of creative thing, what other kind of thing you have in the back of your mind that you just haven't started yet. Yeah. It's, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be 10 times harder if you do it alone.
0: That's good. So find That's somebody. My-
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. That's so powerful. You know, I, I, as I was listening to you, I can identify a hundred percent, you know, business, being an entrepreneur, uh, sometimes sounds glamorous, but the reality of the work that is required and the time that it takes for you to see the payoff, there's a gap uh, between those things. Yeah, and uh, it, it does take a certain level of faith and belief to keep going, but also to recognize. That I had the same epiphany that you did. That listen, this isn't working the way. I think it should. And what am I missing? And so you have to get to a point, I think, uh, regardless of what the project is that you're working on, when it's not working, you got to start asking some questions. And sometimes God is going to give you that download that we, we get excited about and okay, here's what you need to do. And sometimes that download is going to be, you need to get around a community of people, or you need a mentor or you need a coach to help you understand what you do not know, you know, you just, you can't solve a problem with the thinking that got you there. I can't remember who said that, but that's what comes to mind right now is there's been, I can identify with you many times in my life. I was like, this is not working. And I didn't have a different answer. And so I love that advice, challenging people to be willing to step outside of themselves, to connect with someone else, to be willing to make an investment in yourself, because really Jake, that's what it was, is you made a decision to invest in yourself and the future that God is calling you to. And yes, that is scary, but I believe that He's going to reward that investment. So kudos to you for being willing to step out there and move forward. I believe that's going to inspire some people out there. So let's talk a little bit about what keeps you going, though, because this is a new business for you. Um, it's something that you're very passionate about. You're right. The entrepreneurial journey, the journey of writing a book has ups and downs. What keeps you going throughout this all? Like, what are you telling yourself to stay focused and motivated?
1: Yeah, I describe to people sometimes sort of my personality that, you know, I mentioned earlier on the ideas guy and for sort of a metaphor for that, I'm the kind of guy I'm at the top of the mountain and I can see what's beyond the horizon. That's what an idea guy is. I have the vision and I just sort of see, maybe it's a, it's a vague outline, but there's something really good over there and I got to get there. Now, you know, I struggle with sort of the in-between path and that's why, why I need other people oh, yeah. who may be more yeah. organized and system focused, but I, I see the thing on the horizon and I'm excited about it. And in many ways, I feel like my life has kind of been leading in this direction. even though I thought I wanted to do different things, It's amazing how you can sort of look back in your life and be like, "Oh, I was being prepared for this." Oh, and there's wow. tons, yeah, there's tons of new things I have to learn, too, though. But it's amazing just to I don't know, I just feel like I'm on the precipice of something. There's just kind of this energy that's hard to describe. and I'm just so excited for. For what's next? Mm -mm. And I don't 100 percent know, but I think it's gonna be good. So I gotta (laughs) I gotta get there. You never know until you try. (laughs) You never
0: know that that's your word for us today. You never know until you try. I love that as a fellow visionary Jake. I think we're blessed in that way, being able to see into the future because I find that extremely motivating too. It's like, I don't know how long it's gonna take to get there. I don't know exactly what, like you said, the journey to get there, but you can see it. And so I often challenge people to try to get clear on what it is that you're called to and try to get a visual for it. Because you're right, sometimes it's blurry and it it's not like 100% focused like a, a picture, but you just have this inner knowing that something good is going to happen if I keep going. And what's interesting about it too, as you've described is, I've had that experience too, is like, The things that are getting you there, you wouldn't have thought that they would be leading in this direction. So I think that's something impactful for the audience, too, is like never underestimate God. He's so intentional in everything that he does. So the real key is being obedient when he's nudging you. You may not understand why you're being nudged or how it's all going to connect in the future, but you'll one day you may just look back and see that God has been directing you and guiding your steps all along. This has been such an inspiring interview. But before we wrap up, I want to talk a little about your podcast because I got a chance to check it out (laughs) a little bit today too. And I think it just helps give the flair of how God can use you to do so many different things and you're creative in many different ways. So let's talk a little bit about the podcast, where that idea came from and how you see it impacting people.
1: Yeah. Um, for my podcast, the Bible bit funnier. In some ways, the idea was just sort of like the minimal viable product, just the easiest thing I could produce. Thinking about a podcast, you know, getting guests can be hard. Doing these big, super produced shows can be difficult. So I was thinking, mm-hmm. hey, you know what, what if I just sort of take these Bible stories already written, already there, just kind of make them a little funnier Adam kind of rewrite them in my own style and just record that. And one that proved to be a little harder than I actually originally thought. <laughs> uh, okay. Recording a story is a lot more editing <laughs> than Damn I expected. It. I thought, Oh, I'll just, I like, read this and it'll be fine. No, it doesn't work like that. It's it's a little different than something like this where I could kind of get away with my uhs and my pauses yeah. and things like that. Uh, so, so yeah, I started that uh, one cause it was easy, but two, because it was kind of different and there wasn't anything like it in the Christian space. I am addicted to podcasts. I love listening to podcasts and consume <laughs> them a lot. And I wanted to add to that space. And I thought this would be a fun, different way to add to the space. And originally I, well, originally I didn't really think about my audience, who my audience would be. It was just kind of for me. And I was kind of like, well, maybe it's like kids or something. And now I've kind of realized, okay, I, the people that are actually listening to it are not actually kids. It seems to be, I, I'm kind of focused on an audience of, you know, the, I know these Bible stories well. Maybe they've kind of become a little bit stale. And I want to inject some humor into them for these people so that they can kind of come alive again and we can kind of see the things we missed. I think humor is That's really good. good at that at seeing it kind of pointing out what we didn't know was there before and reminding us of things that we missed. And so I'm it's an exciting project. I've had my struggles with it. I've had to put some systems in place to make it a little easier to produce. And I'm excited for season 3 coming out soon beginning of may i'm not exactly sure when this podcast will come out but at the beginning of may we'll have season three and it'll be new and improved and it should be exciting so i got some really cool things in store for that
0: yeah that'll be awesome so this will air in april so it will air in advance of that so that people can check out that new season that's going to be coming up and congratulations to you because i once read a stat that said that most podcasts don't make it beyond episode 10. So your perseverance is to be commended. And I love just you sharing transparently. Hey, sometimes, and I've experienced it too, it it sounds easy. And then when you get into it, you realize, oh, there's all these things that I did not know. (laughs) And I think sometimes, I think God sometimes does that intentionally. Like he doesn't let us see all that's involved because at least I will speak for me. I may not make the same decision if I knew everything that was involved, I might change my mind. (laughs) But uh, what's also cool about what you shared too, I think will bless some folks. We, of course, encourage people to get clear on their audience as they're writing or as they're developing their podcast because then it helps you to connect. But the reality is that sometimes you don't always know that and it kind of evolves and you end up backing into it a little bit and paying attention to what the marketplace is telling you and using that to forge ahead. So I think that will bless somebody. You know, if if you've been listening to this podcast, you're like, gosh, I don't know. Don't let that be something that stops you from moving forward. It's certainly my testimony and it's Jake's too, that sometimes you don't have it all figured out, but you do need to get started and God will reveal. And uh, the response from the marketplace will reveal what direction you need to go in. And then you can build from there. So uh, Jake, let's do this. Let's make sure that our listening audience knows how to connect with you and keep up with what you're doing. So talk to us about your website, your social media, all the places that they can connect with you.
1: Well, I'm a guy that does a lot of things, of course. And most of those can be found at my website, jakedobrins.com. And I'm on Twitter, you know, at jakedobrins and Instagram at jakedobrins and then Facebook, Slightly different. It's Jake A. Dobrin's. For some reason, it won't let me remove the A. It says oh. it's already taken, even though it's a lie. But that's a conversation for another time. I, um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Facebook. Come on. What are you doing, Mark Zuckerberg? Um, and then on sort of the Jake Dobrin's brand is where I do my fiction and uh, Christian mm-hmm. living slash, I guess you could say, like cultural commentary. And then Mm -hmm. most of my work with creatives is all going to be on Theophany Media side of things, on the Theophany Media blog and, you know, all of those social medias. And so we're everywhere at Theophany Media. That isn't taken anywhere. That's good. And then at theophanymedia.com. And on that website, you can find both our podcasts or you can find our podcast wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's probably there. And I'd love for you to check that out. That's a great, free, easy way to be introduced to the kind of thing we do, especially in the Creatively Christian, which is kind of our flagship product right now, something that we're really trying to push and grow to encourage people and to have some more fun conversations. So, yeah, check out all those things uh, if you're interested. And uh, if I brought you any value here, hopefully I can bring you some value in those other spaces as well, absolutely.
0: I, I'm sure that someone has connected and been inspired with what you've shared. So let's let's make sure that people know what Theophany Media can do for them. So let's talk a little bit about that before we wrap up. What are some of the projects that you're working on right now that you're excited about that may be of interest to our audience?
1: Oh yes, yes. I have projects. Um, plenty of projects. The main two things I'm focusing on with Theophany Media. Theophany Media, to backtrack a little bit, is an organization that seeks to creatively communicate Christ, and we do that through producing things like The Bible But Funnier, and then also through encouraging people, because we can't, we can't do all the creation, so we want to encourage other people to be able to live into their calling and do that. So we've been kind of focused a lot on the, on the encouraging other people. So yeah, we have those podcasts and things. On the horizon, some courses and a, a membership specifically for Christian fiction writers. That's in beta right now. Not quite ready to release to the wild world, but uh, <laughs> the idea is maybe by the end of May 2021 or June that we'll open those doors and let other people come in if they want to learn the uh, sort of weird intricacies of Christian fiction because I've, Great. I published mostly actually in the nonfiction space and Christian fiction is a whole another animal that has its own unique challenges. I don't necessarily say it's harder, but its own unique challenges. So I, I'm definitely focused a lot on exploring that. So yeah, some fun things on the horizon, definitely be on the lookout. I'm, I'm building a lot of new things every day. Just trying to make sure I finish the projects I start. It's kind Mm -hmm. of my uh, goal. I keep getting a new idea, (laughs) but write that down and put that for later. And yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's the blessing and curse of a visionary is there,
0: like you said, there's no shortage of ideas. So sometimes staying focused and finishing what you start is a challenge. And that's one of the things that my coaches helped me with. So I, I completely, yeah. mm-hmm. completely, completely get it. But I'm excited too about this work that you're doing with Christian fiction. So uh, my space is Christian nonfiction. So right. I can see uh, a partnership opportunity there. Maybe we can get you some folks as you get that launch. So make sure that we stay connected and we know when your membership launches. So yeah. let's bring this home and talk specifically to our audience right now, who is on the fence, they're dealing with self-doubt, they are talking themselves out of moving forward. We've talked about so much and you've given so many great nuggets, Jake, but what would be your final number one piece of advice that would help nudge this person that's listening today to move forward with what God has
1: called them to? All right, well, this is the Publishing Secrets Podcast. So I'm gonna give you a publishing secret. If you want to publish something, you have to start it. You actually have to do it. (laughs) That's 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 my that's my biggest secret. I know I already talked about that a little bit, but I just want to encourage everybody again to just put something out there. And maybe put something out there means you share it with a few close friends. Maybe Mm. put something out there means you post it online for literally the entire world to see. There's different levels of that, depending on how comfortable you are and where you're at in your craft. But, you know, while there might be some value in just kind of writing for yourself and then throwing in the garbage. At some point, we got to put something out there and, and start it and share it. So start and share and then see what happens. That's my kind of final, my final advice. And yeah, obviously that's a lot harder in practice. I get that. I've been there. You never know until you try.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Publishing Secrets, where our mission is to encourage and inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. In order to stay up to date on our episodes, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you will be notified. And if this episode has been a blessing to you, do me a favor, rate and review.